Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. Brilliant H2O. You said it, Tracy, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. When it comes to pellet grilling, the true heroes of the hopper savor the process as much as they savor the result. Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets can be used on any pellet grill and add bold, smoky wood flavor to any meal. No preservatives or artificial flavors. Kingsford hardwood pellets keep the temperature consistent for an even heat. So you can cook as low and slow as you want. Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Kingsford.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month and you can use any Medicare approved doctor or facility and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that'll pray for you and encourage you and since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MetaShare 65 Plus. Here's the number. 844-SHARE-65. That's 844-SHARE-65. 844-SHARE-65. ESPN Bet is now live in Kansas. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN bet download today what a play must be 21 plus gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with hollywood casino at kansas speedway terms and conditions apply see app for details red monday is brought to you by bud light the official beer sponsor of the kansas city chiefs easy to drink easy to enjoy please drink responsibly this is sports center I'm Christine Lisi. ESPN's Adam Schefter is reporting. Many in the 49ers organization less than thrilled with the field conditions for the team's practice facility at UNLV as they get ready for Super Bowl 58. The NFL started putting a sod field on top of field turf just last week. Ordinarily, Super Bowl practice fields must meet certain standards in December. Just days ahead of Thursday's NBA trade deadline, 76ers star Joel Embiid reportedly scheduled for a procedure on his left meniscus injury tomorrow, expected to miss an extended period of time. All that matters for Philadelphia, having Embiid available this postseason, says first take host Stephen A. Smith. If you look at the Philadelphia 76ers, even though they will struggle and they will suffer without the presence of Embiid, if you can find yourself in the playoffs and a rusty but healthy Embiid comes back, Oh, I think they could still make it interesting. One of baseball's best players in 2023, rewarded handsomely by his team. ESPN's Jeff Passer report, shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. and the Royals agreed on an 11-year, $288 million extension. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Tuesday. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I'll tell you where their dynasty ranks all time. It's on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. 
It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, oh, oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-C. I guess even back then you can call me CEO I'm Shane. Chance Zabo is here. Yo. We are, geographically, at Wichita Furniture Mattress. We are not in our Riverfront Stadium studio. We're thrilled to be out and about enjoying the fresh air. At 4200 West Kellogg, speaking of, in addition to the oodles and gobs of mattresses, uh, end tables, couches, oh, Chance, um... Bar stools, yeah. Throw rugs. I think anything you need for your home, apartment, man cave, shed that you hide from your wife in, anything you need, you can find it here. Yeah, or if you get in trouble and need to go to the yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of, if you have a patio, if you have a deck, or if you don't but you want one, check out the outdoor uh, furniture. It's Right down there. I Chance. might check that out. I mean, yes. I showed you my patio. I had spent some time out there this weekend Correct. just watching some uh, basketball. I, I might have to check that out. It seems uh, it seems like it's that time of year where, you know, you start preparing for that time of year. That's right. It's beyond the mattresses right down there. You can't miss it. Uh, and speaking of your man cave, if you want to improve yours or if you don't have one that's exactly to your liking and – Sunday's going to be here before you know it. Get in here today. Wichita Furniture Mattress, 4200 West Kellogg. Ask the guys and gals about Sonos Home Audio System. It includes surround sound, subwoofers, and speakers that will make you feel like you're at the stadium. And if you order today, that home theater will be delivered to your crib by Sunday. And you'll be able to watch Chiefs and 49ers then with a brand new man cave including recliners with cup holders and led lighting how cool is that so at the very least come by and see the selection that they have it's not just furniture not just mattresses not just bedroom stuff not just home office stuff audio and visual stuff as well it's a beautiful showroom come by and see us come by and see them 4200 west kellogg all right. Uh, I also have just been in contact with Pat Strothman. The host of this show? That's right. Ah, Him. That one. He texted me from the air. Is he flying? Yes. In a holding pattern because of Air Force One and storms, apparently. Okay. Well, now, now I think he might be lying because Zach tells me that there are major T-storms in the, in the uh, Vegas area, but... Pat's saying that they're in a holding pattern because of Air Force One. Mm. What do you favor? What's more true? Hmm. I, I Maybe he said Air Force wins. I don't know. Maybe he missed time. Maybe Siri missed that. But, yeah. I no, because no, he backed it up with wild. Ah. End of text. I don't know. Air Force One. He's not one to stretch the truth. I feel yeah. like he's an honest, you know, straight shooter. He yeah. seemed like a straight shooter. Yeah, he's probably up there with the pilot, probably right. asking him, hey, he where are we He probably is. Yeah. yeah. Where are we at? What's, what's going on? By my calculations, we should be an hour away from Vegas. How are we doing up there, Captain? Yeah, yeah. Can I get you anything to drink? <laughs> right, right. All right, so we'll keep you posted on uh, when Pat lands. We uh, 
I think we decided. He said he's watching Succession. So he said he's watching Succession on the well, uh, on the. Clearly, isn't watching very closely. He's texting me. Yeah. Would he, would he walk in the shows go. into the pilots and go, "What's up, cockpit? How far?" Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. It's just his 2 o'clock alarm. It just goes off, and that's what he says. Right. We decided that if all things went smoothly, he'd land right about uh, Mush, uh, Mount Rushmore Monday, so right around 350. Mm. But Puts a lot of pressure on that. Well, since Air Force One is uh, ha- having them circle the outer marker, then maybe he's uh, going to be in the air when we're, when we're done. They are circling? Okay. So they are circling. According to uh, Zach is just giddy over here. Here's yeah. our he's our flight tracker. He's he, our aviation expert. We Zach. need to put him to work like December, November when it's like flight tracking, like private jets. Like where's Lance Leipold gonna Head end up? Season. Is, is yeah. Chris Kleiman flirting with the Oklahoma job? Like that's when we need Zach on his A game. You know, it takes him about this long. Oh to yeah, he knows exactly what he's looking for. Yeah, yeah. All right, so our number two commencing here the polls. Shane and Chance setting in for Pat. Pat will be with us. We presume tomorrow. From Vegas, should be a great, great week, chock full of content. I know on the show tomorrow, I will have uh, Super Bowl Memories Part 2, courtesy of Mid-America Exterior. That's coming your way at 1225. Jordan Foote comes your way at 1 o'clock. I'm sure he's got Bobby Witt Jr. thoughts. But right now, God, the tunes continue to just be. There's another reason why you need to come out to Wichita Furniture and Mattress. Katy Perry's blaring from the speakers right now um okay chance a sneak peek ish and jack two for pick six on thursday mm. it's got to be super bowl beyond the total and the sides there will be props galore and i'm thinking at the, the conservatively we'll have 10 things overall besides the game besides the game total and the game side at the very least, eight more props. And I ran this by chance during the commercial. I don't know if you were busy or not, Jack, if you got wind of this. One of the most intriguing props for the Super Bowl is one that we are absolutely going to pick. And this is over under jersey number of the first touchdown, total 22 and a half. Is that intriguing to you, Jack? And if, well, no, I won't tell you who to take. But uh, how do you like that one? Over, under, jersey number, first touchdown score, 22 and a half. Hmm. Yeah, it's gone really under, good. I believe, in the last four or five Super Bowls. Because last year it was Jalen Hurts. year before yeah. it was Odell. I hit on Odell plus 800. Yeah, but what, was that was the, my... what was the number, though? What did they land on? Because the the... The magic number here is McCaffrey. Well, Hertz was number one. I know, but McCaffrey's gotcha, 23. Gotcha. That's why the total's at 22 mm-hmm, and a yep. half. Pacheco's 10. Got, mm-hmm. Right, and you got McCaffrey and Kelsey. And over, Kittle. And Kittle. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is under. I am fascinated by this, and I'm going to put probably real-life money on this. Oh, I yeah. I just can't decide which way to go. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll lose plenty of money on the first touchdown score. Last year I had McKinnon first touchdown, and that was my uh, that was my first touchdown bet. We're going to go through, I'm sure we'll go through who our first touchdown scorers are on Thursday. I'm still deciding between a few different players. I, I like to get a little weird at this time, you know. When it when there when there's a lot of money to be thrown on the board, this is when you get creative with the let's go plus fifteen hundred. Let's just you know 
let's get on top early on and then, you know, fart around with some money later. But, yeah, there's some really fun props to go somewhere. Like, if it's offshore, you can get in on it. Like, you know, National Anthem is, you know, Taylor Swift going to propose to Travis Kelsey or vice versa, you know, that kind of thing. But Well, and it's, it's cross-sports props, I think, that are the funnest and the most mind-numbing that you could get, for example – Steph Curry's points plus yeah. this longest I, touchdown. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. The longest touchdown one is always – and then there's also the uh, – I think there's the shortest touchdown, which would – I mean, it cashed on the first one last year with uh, Jalen Hurts getting the quarterback sneak on the first touchdown. But, yeah, there's a lot of fun props that you can bet on. And that's what makes the Super Bowl so fun for people like us who just, you know, like to get – any kind of money on any, you know, just have any kind of rooting interest whatsoever. Right. I mean, there's, right. you know, you can do anything. What If you could think of it, That's you could probably bet on it. That's why a gazillion people watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's be honest. Besides the parties and, yeah. the, and the food and the drink, I mean, especially now that ESPN Bet, for example, is live in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, here's a perfect, perfect example. ESPN Bet offering several Swift-themed props. And who doesn't like swift yeah, mean props. I was showing this to you the other day. It's the Swalsey specials or Correct. something. Yeah, yes, yes. Which I, just, just I think is, I would think Quift would be better than Swalsey. <laughs> Easy, be careful. <laughs> ESPN bet offering swift action. That means a touchdown scored in the first two minutes. That's plus twelve hundred. Taylor's Taylor's husband. That would be Kyle Uzcheck. Yeah. To score a touchdown, plus 900. And MVP Swelsey, which is Kelsey to win the MVP, plus 1,500. Plus, as Chance mentioned, ESPN Bet has an entire section dedicated to Kelsey-themed props appropriately entitled Swelsey Specials. Can you imagine? That's the other thing. You know, we, I, I have a friend, and his, uh, his wife is like got a prize picks or a DraftKings account and will like get down on games just to like have like just throw like 50 cents on there just to, you know, have something to cheer for. Can you imagine? You know, we talk about all the Swifties that are getting in on just watching the games. Can you imagine how many are downloading ESPN Bet and going to get yeah, money down on this stuff? They should. And honestly, that's probably, if you want to talk about it, that's probably where ESPN Bet's going to make a lot of their money, getting the non. You know, people who don't don't understand the odds. <laughs> New users, hundred dollars in bonus bets. Yeah. of course. Yeah, why it's not? Gonna happen? Yeah, it's free gonna happen. money. Swelsey specials. Kelsey TD plus one hundred five. Mm. Kelsey TD Chiefs win plus two ninety. That's not too far fetched. No. I, I mean, I don't mean to tell you what to do or where to go. Kelsey over seven and a half catches plus KC win plus three seventy five. Kelsey first touchdown. Now's where it gets a little dicier. Plus seven fifty. Kelsey Mahomes each score a touchdown plus nine fifty. Kelsey two touchdowns. Chiefs win plus one thousand. Kelsey first touchdown. First touchdown plus Chiefs win plus twenty three hundred. And if you want, if you think Kelsey is going to set an NFL Super Bowl record with two hundred fifteen and a half. Receiving yards, plus twenty five thousand. Why not? Just a little. <laughs> just throw the two dollars. Yeah. That. Why not? I mean, yeah. you might as well be on the right side of history. Uh, but you want to talk about props? I, uh, you know, over the last three years, I have done a exact score bet because I, I've liked to, you know. Oh God. I was so if the it's bad enough to play squares, but to have them. So what did you, what did you do? So two years ago, it was the Bengals and Rams. Rams yep. go up twenty to seventeen. 
I have a final exact score, Bengals 24-20. If the Bengals go down and score a touchdown on that last drive, I would have won $1,000. Whoa. Yeah. And it was just a $5 bet just for just for craps and giggles. And you just you throw a little something on that. You just think, you know, maybe not, maybe no, maybe not. And I have never sweat so much watching a game in my life than watching Joe Burrow on that last drive. I can imagine. I'm like, do not kick the field goal. Do not kick the field goal. Go for the touchdown. But, yeah, I I, I think last year I went like 28-24 Chiefs or something. But I'm, I'm – kind of curious what I'm going to go with this year. I, I feel like it's going to be a lower-scoring game, not to give away what we're going to do on sure, pick six, sure. but I think it's going to be a lower-scoring close game. But, uh, I mean, there's just so much stuff. You can you can just go go to ESPN Bet, go to the specials, and they have anything you could think of. Any, you know, longest touchdown, shortest touchdown, who scores, you know, the second touchdown. There's so much that you can get on and just – you know, lose your mind. Just go fun. Go have fun. Get those. You know, get the hundred dollars in free bets. You know, bet whatever you want to bet with the you know ten dollars, yeah. twenty dollars. Yeah. Then use that fifty dollars or hundred dollars in free bets and just get down on something fun. You know, have a you know Patrick Mahomes to throw for negative one yard for you know <laughs> just for fun. You know, have something fun. Longest Rasheed no first Rasheed Rice reception I think is over under nine. Yeah, first That's play run a pass. Mm-hmm. Is always a fun one. Is the first kick going to be a touchback? Is That's the first right. point going to be a touchdown or a yep. field goal? There are so many safety. Yeah, Will there be a safety. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that was the most uh, the most money a sports book has lost is the. Uh, Sportsbook, whatever you want to call it, when the Broncos and the Seahawks faced off in the Super Bowl and the first play was a safety. That was the most money that they had lost because there was a ton of people betting yes on a safety. Um, but, yeah, there's so many fun things you can get down on. Will the last play of the game be a kneel? Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. Yep. But, yeah, there's you know we could go on and on, and we don't want to spoil pick six. Well, we will have. There's plenty of props, oh. though, that we haven't even yeah. scratched the surface on. We're not going to spoil any pick six. Kelsey, uh for one uh, sports book or sports app, is the largest remaining liability to win Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. now that Lamar Jackson has been eliminated. He's plus 1,400. He's also that particular book's most bet player to score a touchdown, minus 110. And his receptions prop over under 6.5 is minus 140. 99% of the money's coming in on the over. Yeah, and if you are a NFL is rigged kind of person, and I'm not, I know I have people in my life that are, if you're one of those people, find out where the biggest liability is and go the other way. Or There are sportsbook apps that will tell you, okay, there's 90%. Like not tonight, for example, there's 80% of money on the spread bets coming in on KU. Well, if you're, that would tell you to take K-State. That would tell you to take K-State, mm-hmm. especially, well, we're going to talk about it a little bit in the next segment. But, uh, yeah, the, the opposite line movement, if there's a lot of money on the Chiefs, but the Chiefs keep moving farther back, that's when you're like, okay, what's going on here? There's something fishy going on. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the uh, um, most uh, fun bet will be, you know, first touchdown score, you know, just get it out of the way. But uh, I, I'm interested to see what we pull together for uh, props on Thursday. That might be our most intriguing, most listened to pick six of the year because people. <laughs> Calling your shot. Yeah, that's uh, it's people going to be really interested to see what they can bet on for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is the most bet on event yep. in sports. As much as much fun as March Madness may be, no one bets on anything more than the Super Bowl because you can bet on everything. Jack, you got a favorite Super Bowl prop, maybe in particular this year or just in general? I, I always have one, and, and pertaining to my streak in the postseason so far. It's involving a player, and it's involving a player and their rushing yards. And that's going to be Patrick Mahomes once again. Um, the the total on it is never high enough. It, it is the 
most free Hasn't he money. gone under in the last two games? I don't think so. I thought it was the over. In the last last game for sure he was under. Yeah, it, it was the last game. Okay, I'm thinking of the Bills game. I'm thinking of the Bills game because we had this yeah. conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. But I believe this is – maybe it was last year's Super Bowl, the two Super Bowls before that. One of them. The over is hit, I think, on both of the rushing yards. I have to go back and double-check there. But to me, it's free money. It almost always is free money for me when looking at the rushing yards for maybe not just Patrick Mahomes, for quarterbacks in general. Brock what Purdy's, do you think it's going to be for him? I think I actually checked it on – Purdy's um, going to be like 11. I know, and I still would take the over on it. <laughs> you, you just, I feel like Mahomes, the, the edge rusher, is for – the mm-hmm. Niners are going to force him up in the pocket and make yep. him run. Yep. Similar Free to what money. we saw from the Vegas game. Okay. Yeah. Free money to me. It's quarterback rushing yards unless they're just immobile. They just won't move. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning-esque, Ben Roethlisberger-esque, Tom Brady-esque, which nowadays in the NFL, every quarterback can scamper at least a little bit if they're mm-hmm. under duress. And both these quarterbacks. I bet you Brady in the Super Bowl that oh, we played four. at 12-25. <laughs> He went over. Remember that scramble? He did. But it I bet it, like, what do you think it was set at? Four, five? Uh, maybe lower. Yeah. <laughs> Probably three. One rushing yeah. yard? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, it's just Patrick Mahomes is a big fella. You know, that's kind of the, the misconception with him when you just see him on TV. You don't think he's as big as he is until you see him in person. He's yeah, like he's 6'3", big. 230, mm-hmm. 235. But he can yeah, scoot. Yeah, see that gut that we saw yeah, last week exactly. is a uh, big gut. <laughs> he can scoot a little bit, man. I, no no total for his rushing yards is ever high enough where I'd stay away from it. Even if it fails sometimes, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it again. Because it's just that one run. He always has that one run of like 23 or 24 yards when yeah, the pocket yeah. completely parts like the Red Sea up the up Well, the middle. and everybody's in man-to-man running yes. with their receiver, too. It sounds like money. Jack is like Dan Campbell in blackjack. Just keep hitting me. Just, just so, keep hitting yep. me with Mahomes' again, rushing yards. Again, again, yes. <laughs> so, so keep Jack, keep uh, go to the alternate rushing yards and get, get yes. big and I, get totally rich. Exactly. I, I should do that because we all know it's coming. We all know at one point in this game, that pocket is going to open up a little bit, and you're going to mm-hmm. see him take off where he's kind of just, you know, he looks like he's waddling a little bit, and there's nobody there for 20 <laughs> yards. And there you go, cashing in. Well, do you know who had the first rushing or the first touchdown of the game against the Niners in the first Chiefs Niners Super Bowl? It was him. It was Patrick Mahomes, a little speed option to the right side. That's right. All right, it is a 319. We continue on here from Wichita Furniture and Mattress Combined CM. Ask him about their Sonos home audio system perfectly for your man cave. A surround sound, subwoofers, speakers. Makes you feel like you'll, you're there at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, speaking of, Pat Strothman, our very own, is on his way to Las Vegas. Is he, uh, is he still circling, Zach? Okay, still in a holding pattern. So uh, not there yet. We'll keep you up to date on where Pat is exactly uh, throughout the next 40 minutes. However, right this second, uh, 24 hours from now, that was weirdly worded, but uh, at 3 o'clock, starting on Tuesdays, going through Fridays, it's happy hour. Twin Peaks West, Ridge and Taft, East, 21st and Rock. And also tomorrow... It is National Bar Rollout. Shake up your next order with one of Twin Peaks' new handcrafted cocktails. Ask your favorite Twin Peaks girl about that. They're available now at your local lodge. And also, the Power Slap season finale is on tomorrow. In at Twin Peaks, K.O. Chris faces his first title defense against Emmanuel Muniz. If you can't make it live to the show in Vegas, hit up the lodge. And catch every strike with a tasty hand, uh, handheld and scenic views as well. 
29 degrees man uh, 29 degree man size drafts happy hour like no other twin peaks never settle 321 when we come back we'll take a sneak peek at the sunflower showdown and get jack's thoughts on not only the houston game but KUK State tonight, which you can hear right here on the channel with coverage starting at 6.30. Sunflower Showdown Talk on The Pulse coming up next. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I know it's Vegas, and it's a lot of fun, but for us, it's, it's a business trip in, in the true sense, and we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. Coach Reed just challenging every single person in this building to up the ante just one more step. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-384-9393. That's 800-384-9393. 800-384-9393. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. In U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is The Pulse. Shane and Pat, uh, Shane and Chance sitting there for Pat. We're at Wichita Furniture and Mattress. Come on by and see us. Beautiful day. 
out here in West Wichita. Me, Chance, Zach's out here. If you're lucky, you'll see Andrew out here. Uh, and you come by and see us. We got a T-shirt for you with your name on it, practically. Your choice of color, size, koozie, same. And uh, just to be in the presence of greatness. Plus, we're tracking Pat Strothman. He's uh, circling around. Is he circling around Vegas? Not quite. Okay, still north of Flagstaff, waiting for apparently Air Force One to get done with whatever they're doing. So we'll keep you updated on that over the next 30 minutes or so. But first, Jack. Kansas v. Houston was really never a game. Please tell me you're at least a little bit impressed with Kansas and how they executed both offensively and defensively. And it's not a case of Houston being overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say absolutely. You know, you, you have to be impressed with a performance like that because the the big, you know, thing for Houston, what they would put on a giant sign outside their stadium is we're the best defensive team in college basketball. And KU shot, I think, 80% or something in the first half. Like, just scored at will. They found every look to be easy. And even when things were a little bit tougher, three-point shots, they were going in. And yep. my, my big key for Kansas going into that game, no matter if you're playing them in Lawrence or if you're going to play them in Houston, you got to match the physicality because they are very aggressive. They can make you uncomfortable. And really, in the early parts of that game, it looked like Houston was more so uncomfortable because for the first time, Really in conference play, I know they lost to Iowa State, uh, they lost to TCU, but in both of those games, they made TCU and uh, Iowa State uncomfortable. They weren't getting as mm-hmm. many easy looks, and when you rely on Houston to go toe-to-toe, to score offensively with one of the top offensive teams in the country, it's not going to play in their favor, and that's, I think, what I was so impressed about. What I was shocked with, that Vegas had KU as an underdog in Lawrence, for, uh, when, especially when Bill Self, I think, was undefeated at Allen Fieldhouse. How often does that happen, by the way? It, it happened, I think, one other time in the Bill Self era, and KU won by 15 in that one game. One other time? Yeah, I mean, it's just you're wow. going into the hornet's nest. And, and, you I know, get it, but I was at, God, that's yeah, impressive. I was at that UConn game in the non-con, and I swore that was the loudest game I'd ever been to. I mean, everybody knew what was on the line. Those are two defending national champions the last two years. And it felt like a hornet's nest game. From what I had heard from multiple buddies, uh, they said the line for the student section was stretching, you know, hundreds of people long three hours before tip-off. They had campers out there. And he said just the atmosphere. It was an angry Allen Fieldhouse. Not a, not a wow, it's an exciting game. We're pumped Festive. up. We're fired up. It yeah. was hostile. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for Houston, they didn't really deserve that. But Kansas fans, we all know this, being a prideful fan base, if you have a team that's favored against them in Allen Fieldhouse, it's not a good spot for you to be in. Even Calvin Sampson said and, it was, And also a little bit of a welcome to the Big 12. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, it's kind of like the NFL when they asked the rookies, well, what was your welcome to the NFL yeah. moment? Well, this was Houston's yeah. welcome to the Big 12. Yeah. Like, you get, you may act, you know, walk around like you're the guy, but listen, you got to beat the man to be the man. Yeah, this is KU's conference until proven otherwise. And it is, you know, it's always going to be a tough spot for teams to go into. And I think Houston, they knew that it was going to be, at least maybe they thought it was going to be more of a dogfight, but that was an ass-kicking from start to finish. Houston didn't mm-hmm. get within single digits in the second half. You got to applaud the way KU was prepared for that one. And once again, I mean, they didn't really need much from their bench, but the starters, they were unbelievable. Kevin McCuller sitting out against Oklahoma State was huge for them to get a little bit more of that rest. Johnny Furphy. I mean, talk about one of the best additions maybe Bill Self's had to a recruiting class before. He was 
late, late, late into the recruiting process. I mean, they got him, I think, a couple of months before the season. He didn't really play much when they had their overseas, you know, off-season tournament. And even at the beginning of the year, he's a 17-year-old. He's so raw. You know, you can tell the potential's there, but he's not ready to go for Division One basketball. And now you're seeing him posterizing guys. He's shooting 50% from three in Big 12 play. That's been a massive improvement for Kansas because I really do believe that, you know, you're going to count on Hunter Dickinson, Kevin McCuller, Dewan Harris, KJ Adams to do their thing. If this is the Johnny Furphy you get in March, that's a Final Four team. If you have, you know, it doesn't matter really what your bench does. And I know I've been harping on the bench. It doesn't matter if the starting five plays like that against any no, that's opponent. that's true. You know, I I'll think I had said, yep. uh, man, I forgot which Big 12 team I said this for. Oh, it was when Iowa State beat Kansas. I said, you know, put Iowa State and those numbers up against any team in the country last night, they're probably beating them. Like, you, you go 14 yeah. of 30 from three-point range, you're going to win that game at home. I think the same goes for what Kansas did to Houston. I don't think there was a single team in the country last night that could have beaten Kansas the way they played. So for Houston, you feel better about yourself. You're going, KU shot the hell out of the ball. They defended well. We just never really in it. I don't think anybody in the country would have beaten Kansas on that night. And, you know, we kind of discussed that last week, Shane. Last point here is that I said that Iowa State game could be that turning point of, you know, you lost, but you didn't play terribly. You kind of walk away saying, it's not good to lose in this conference, but we don't feel like we gave one away. Like We feel like we're right there. We're on the cusp of a big-time run, and they beat Oklahoma State by 30, and they beat the hell out of Houston. Now they got an even tougher uh, game, I would say, going to Manhattan. As I say, the Hornets' nest, this time at Bramlage Coliseum for a big one tonight. All right, not to pit you guys against one another, but Chance, you're a K-State guy, mm-hmm. and Jack, you're a KU guy. So Chance, I'll let you go first. However you want to characterize this game is up to you. Uh, you can hear the coverage starting at 6.30. KUK State in Manhattan. What you got? Well, like I said in the opening segment, it's a must-win game for K-State. If they, I think they have to go unbeaten at home the rest of the way to earn a spot in the March tournament. I think this is a must-win spot for K-State. I think that if, if K-State wins, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think that they have to be able to get stops defensively and stay out of foul trouble because Jack talks about the KU depth. Boy, K-State's depth is not great. I mean, you lose two scholarship guys in Glover and Tomlin – for you know, guys that you expected to have that aren't available anymore, like their depth is very thin. They don't they don't go deeper than seven guys off the bench, and so I think that K State has to stay out of foul trouble but still get stops. They have to limit the opportunities for KU to kind of like pull away. I think if K State stays within single digits, they stay within eight. They're always within striking distance with that crowd. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game if K State can keep it lower scoring that they have an opportunity to win. We talked about ESPN bet. They have a boost right now that is K State to win the first half, but KU to win the game. That's my only action on the game tonight. I feel like that's the best uh, best action that you can get. I feel like that K State always comes out hot at home against KU. I feel like KU, though, always seems to pull away and win. So I like that as the uh, play of the day here at ESPN Bet um, for the K-State-KU game. Uh, I think the line's down to four at most books, um, which is odd considering KU has most of the money on them. I'd say about 75% of the money. But uh, I I am cautiously optimistic. I don't believe K-State wins, but if they do, I'll be happy. Um, But I'm kind of just, you know, if they win, they win. If they lose, you know. It's It's not exactly. It's one of the best teams in the country. It's a top five team that's going to be a final four team. Before we kick it over to Jack, ESPN's matchup predictor has a a percent chance. What do you think it is for K State? For K State? Yep. 32%. 33.2. Very close. Very good. All right, Jack, how do you see it? Yeah, I mean, you just go back over the last 10 games or so in Manhattan that, you know, uh, Chance and I were talking about this before the show today is that. 
you know, K-State gets out pretty hot. I mean, it's hard not to when you got a crowd like that. I mean, you go to any great venue in the Big 12, when a crowd's that hot, when it's that hostile, it it automatically fuels you. It doesn't matter if K-State had six wins before this. They're going to feel fired up and ready to go. When it's dull, when it's not as exciting, that's when you get off to slow starts. I have no doubt in my mind K-State's going to get out to a hot start tonight. What's going to come down to in that opening 10 minutes or so is where KU's at. Uh, because we know, you know, against Oklahoma State in that game on Saturday, I think K-State switched to zone at one point, and that still was kind of discombobulating them. And this is a great defensive team, but when things break down, they don't really have the athleticism or the playmakers to make up for it. That's where Kansas, I think, has them beat. But Chance is exactly right. If this game stays within single digits, you're going to have a close one up to the finish because you know the crowd's going to be into it. That's going to will them at certain points in the second half. There's going to be a couple of times. KU's going to have to burn a timeout. Crowd gets loud, and it's how both these teams respond. Now, I will say this, and I think this is the the big dictator overall. You go to KU's road losses this year, I think with the exception of UCF. So that loss, uh, again, I'm more so highlighting the loss to West Virginia, the loss to Iowa State. Both of those times, really there was no shortage of offensive firepower in the game for the for the opponent of Kansas. You know, West Virginia scored 90-plus points. They kept their, their foot on the pedal. They, they didn't have many cold stretches in that game. Iowa State, even more so. They never missed. In the second half, they opened like 7 of 7 or 8 of 8 from three-point range. I'm not saying K-State needs to do that, but you just can't have lulls in the way you have in this four-game losing streak because we all know that KU, talent-wise, is going to be able to you know, make up for it. If they trail by 10 in this game, you can't say, well, there's a 10-point lead. We feel good about ourselves. you got to keep them at arm's length because there is going to come that point in time where KU's got seven trips in a row and they're just getting looks right around the rim. you got to mm-hmm. force KU to shoot it from outside, not let Johnny Furphy get open. I think I'm living with Dewan Harris shooting it, Kevin McCullough shooting it, Hunter Dickinson shooting it. I would live on, on trying to defend the paint a little bit because you know if Hunter Dickinson's getting those looks down low – you know, K.J. Adams gets those looks off the roll. That's when it's going to be a long night for K-State. But I think Vegas has it exactly right here. This is going to be a close game. It's going to be a dogfight. Jerome Tang, fantastic head coach. Bill Self, fantastic head coach. It really does not matter what these teams are playing for, what their records look like. Those days of the blowouts in Manhattan are gone. Like, it, it's always going to be a close game here because I will probably say this. It's the toughest environment that KU plays in on the road all season long. It's tougher than Hilton. It's tougher than Waco. It's tougher than Austin. It's wow. going to be tougher than Houston. I mean, because there's so much venom and hatred in the crowd. And for 18 to 22-year-old kids, that's tough to deal with sometimes. You know, that's why freshmen get discombobulated in moments like that. So, should be a fun one. Can't wait for it. Glad you got Billis and um, uh, Boog on the call there for the game. Uh, just going to be a rocking atmosphere. And I expect it to be... Uh, a really tight finish, probably decided inside those four points that Vegas has. Final score, Chance, what is it? We're going to 62 to 55 KU. Jack, final score. I'll go 68, um, I'll go 68 64 Kansas. All right, there you have it. Shane and Chance setting in for Pat. He is on his way to Las Vegas. He'll check in with you from 2 to 4 tomorrow. We'll be more back to uh, normal tomorrow, back in the studio. He will be in Vegas, of course, bringing you the pulse from 2 to 4. Tomorrow on the show, we'll have Jordan Foote at 1 o'clock, and Mid-America Exterior will bring you our Super Bowl memory. We'll have our second of our five installment, uh, five installments of our Super Bowl memories. We take a walk down memory lane, getting you set for Kansas City and San Francisco, and there's a better than outside chance that the previous 
Kansas City-San Francisco Super Bowl will be highlighted thanks to Mid-America Exteriors. Also, I'm old Jack Young, uh, kind of back to normal. Chance will be in the I'm old Jack Young chair since we can't do that when Pat's not around. But we'll do that then and get you ready for Tuesday's Shane Dennis show from noon to 2. In the moments we have left, please make a mad dash to Wichita Furniture and Mattress. That's where we are, 4200 West Kellogg, basically Kellogg and West Street, uh, out here on Wichita's west side, a gigantic, beautiful showroom with anything that you need inside and out of your home. Not just furniture, but audio and visual stuff in here as well. Second to none, mattresses, end tables, couches. We're sitting at a wonderful and reasonably priced table right now, right here inside the entrance. So come on in, say hi. We've got T-shirts, we got koozies, we got footballs. The normal stuff that we have when we're out on location, we're here for another half hour or so, so swing on by and see us. All right, Jack, when we come back, you need to set us up with a little Mount Rushmore Monday. Maybe Chance and I will tag team on the four that uh, is necessary for this fun little game. So Mount Rushmore Monday comes your way next. It's 338. The Pulse continues on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM from Wichita Furniture and Mattress. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Basketball fans, get ready. Sunrise Christian Academy, Visit Wichita, and the Wichita Sports Commission proudly present the second annual Air Capital Hoop Fest, February 15th and 16th at the Garvey Center on the Friends University campus. Brace yourselves for a showdown of epic proportions as four of the nation's top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com slash get dash tickets. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with a deal on Seagram 7 1.75 liters, just $19.99. And Yellowtail 1.5 liters, only $9.99. Davis Liquor Outlet. Each store independently owned and operated. Neighborhood locations with Superstore pricing. Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com slash tickets or call 316-978-FANS. Hey, I have a secret. Uh-huh. I use secret whole body deodorant because more than just my armpits stink. Uh-huh. Can I use it where my bra rubs under my... Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what about down there? You know, my... Totally. Four out of five gynecologists would recommend it. So I tried it, and now I get 72 hours of freshness. From my pits to my... Ooh, I love that it's a spray. Me too. And it comes in sticks and creams too. Go get your secret whole body deodorant. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM is broadcasting live from Super Bowl Radio Row in Las Vegas. We'll be interviewing the biggest names in sports and entertainment, plus interviews with your favorite Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches. Super Bowl Radio Row coverage on ESPN Wichita is brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices, and by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at RemodelersWichita.com.
All right, welcome back. The Pulse, Shane and Chance, sitting in for Pat. We're out here at Wichita Furniture and Mattress on Wichita's west side, right off Kellogg and West, 4200 West Kellogg, if you want to punch it into your Garmin or your phone, either one. Uh, We're out here for 20 more minutes. Come by and see the good folks out here and ask them about your man cave, sprucing that up, your bedroom, new mattress, your patio, patio furniture, et cetera, et cetera, audio and visual stuff as well. All right, wrapping up our last segment, setting in for Pat today. It says here it's Mount Rushmore Monday. Jack? Since me and Chance don't listen to Pat, uh, <laughs> let us know what that means. Just kidding, of course. Yeah, so a Mount Rushmore Monday, it's kind of been tinkered with a little bit with how the rules have been. Um, but the way we do it now is, you know, there's four heads on Mount Rushmore. So I'm going to give you a category, right? Okay. Since we have a little bit more time, maybe if we get done with one, we'll always make up another one. I can do this on okay. the fly. But I'm going to give you, like, a category. Sometimes it's, like, the best uniforms, okay? You give me your Mount Rushmore, and that's all time. It doesn't have to be this year or, you know, last couple years. It's all time. So if I said the best uniforms can be any sport, uh, any time period, you'd give me your top four, and that would be your Mount Rushmore for uniforms. But the one I'm going with today, or at least for the first one we do, is rivalries in sports. This Mm. can be team-related. This can be coach-related. This can be player-related. So the top four rivalries in sports all time, and one of you can kick it off. Here's what we're going to do, Chance. We're going to alternate to get to four. Me, you, me, you. All right. Yeah, sounds good. So rivalries in sports. Well, listen, one that's got to be up there, regardless of where you're from, just occurred over the weekend, and it's Carolina and Duke. And I don't care who you like, who you favor, because, first of all, if you like one, you hate the other. Uh you're a KU fan, you hate Duke. Does that mean, Jack, uh, jump back in here. Does that mean mm-hmm. you like Carolina because you hate Duke? No. I do, that... not, I do not like Carolina because okay. Roy Williams went there. So ah, I just hate yes. Duke a what little a more. Dumb yeah. question. Okay, okay. So you still harbor that uh, resentment. All right. Uh, Duke, Carolina, without question. And I think back to when Dick Vitale was peak Dick mm-hmm. Vitale. Oh, yeah. You know, he's still with us. He's hanging around and uh, – battling some health issues but i think i think mike patrick i think dick vital i think jerry stackhouse yeah. i think of course christian leitner cherokee parks and his punk ass yeah you know uh r.i.p uh eric montross with the the bloody eye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know after he took the took the stray elbow without question you cannot convince me otherwise you can't talk me out of it one is unc duke i'm i i agree with you there and the history of it is all but like man in my generation i feel like we i haven't had a great duke carolina you know usually one is good when the other isn't and that's kind of been my uh generation of growing up on duke carolina but i i agree it's been nice it's a nice rivalry and i i think that you know when both teams are good you know i think that's what we have to take into account at their peak you know mount rushmore is a mountain mm-hmm. at their peak i think duke carolina is up there um i'm gonna just go with kind of a shoe in here uh, Army Navy has to be up there. Okay. I think that just the game in general and all everything that surrounds the game, I think it's such a cool game. I, I think that's just the best way to put it. It's such a cool game. I mean, 
You get all the people there. It's all you want to talk about. Always a close game. K State, KU, yeah, no Army, kidding. Navy is always a close game. No kidding. Yeah. And I think that you know it's one of the coolest traditions in sports is the Army Navy game. And I think that you know while it might not be a rivalry like you know hatred and vitriol, I think Army Navy has to be up there. And I I think that you know I would I could hear a you know disagreement and I could you know I think that you know if someone no, no, were to say no I I'm not were to, you on that one yeah, bit. but uh, if someone were to say oh no Army Navy can't be up there I I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree. I just think that, uh, that personally for me, the tradition of it, I think it has to be up there. I bet you even the people that disagree with you watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Especially a with it being a standalone game. game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. I feel like another no-brainer, uh, even though it affects us very little. Although there are some transplanted fans in the Midwest, I feel like. And that's Yankees-Red Sox. There, I got to experience that. Have you? I got to experience that. it at Fenway. No, I've been to Fenway, but I didn't get the chance to see them play the Yankees. That would have been bonkers. No, it was uh, actually Yankees at, or uh, Red Sox Athletics. Mm. That's the game that I saw in Fenway. But Red Sox Yankees, very little more needs to be said about that. You of a certain age, you think back to Bucky Dent hitting that home run over the. Green Monster, I think that was in game 163 of that particular year, and that vaulted the Yankees into the postseason and forever gave Bucky Dent a middle name, Mm -hmm. Bucky Bleeping Dent, (laughs) as he was known in Boston when he did that. Jack. Oh, man, I thought he was going to play Bucky Dent hitting a home run. But, no, that was Pedro throwing down Don Zimmer. Good, nicely played, Jack. I can't wait to hear what the last one is. Yeah, that's what a lot it? of pressure to put on me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there are so many good ones. Uh, personally, I mean, I'm going to go personal here. Okay. I think that the Red River shootout is one of the best rivalries. You know, you talk about the atmosphere, tradition, always a close game, always high-scoring game. It is like football on crack is what it is. You know, always high-scoring. That game is so much fun to watch. I mean, there are so many good ones. Like, you think about the NFL, like Ravens-Steelers is a great rivalry. Um, trying to think of other ones. Uh, Bears-Packers, yep. yeah, Zach's coming up with that one. Uh, but I'm not a big NBA guy, and I think that with the player movement in the NBA, you know, Lakers-Celtics is the one in there the NBA. T- that There was a time it was... Celtics 76ers, yeah. Lakers Celtics, yeah. Pistons Bulls, yeah. You know. alternate. I mean, you could, you know, five years ago it would have been Cavs Warriors. You know, the yeah. NBA kind of alternates. Um, but I don't really have any NBA ones. And then MLB. I mean, it feels like it's just Yankees Dodgers or Yankees Red Sox. Although you could go Dodgers Giants, Dodgers Giants, yeah. Dodgers Padres is kind of getting up there. Um, yeah. Jack, uh, the Jack A's, what are we leaving out? Uh, you, the, A's, the A's versus spending money. Uh, <laughs> Billy Bean <laughs> versus uh, the final game of the year. Man, there's so many great college rivalries. I, I think Michigan-Ohio State's up mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, there's some really bitter ones that you may not think much of, like Cincinnati and Xavier is a really mm-hmm. nasty, yeah. I mean a really nasty rivalry. Auburn-Alabama I um, might put up there. In terms of pro sports, like, yeah, Yankees-Red Sox. I See, I will always say number one uh, for rivalries in sport would be Yankees-Red Sox because I think there's yeah. always a difference in baseball rivalries and basketball and football. Like, Football can be overused a bit because it's a violent sport, right? You're like, you go to a game, you're pissed off, you hate your rival. It's like somebody beat the hell out of that guy, and they actually can. Like baseball, it takes a lot for a slow game like that to really piss people off and to get angry and fired up. And the fact the Yankees and Red Sox have always been able to do that with brawls, throwing at people, cheating scandals. like, Mm -hmm. And also you have just two loud fan bases. They're both very obnoxious, loud people. Yeah. And that's how it's going to spew this rivalry. Like, I, 
I think I've said this on the radio before, like over any other team, any college, any Chiefs rival, the team I hate the most is the White Sox. But I don't – there's not, a, like, enough there to be like, well, that's a nasty rival because both these franchises have been largely irrelevant aside from a yeah, few years yeah. here. But, yeah, the, there's a lot of good ones you guys brought up there. Duke Carolina is always going to probably be the number one college vote-getter. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan-Ohio State right behind it. Maybe Auburn-Alabama third there. Iron Bowl, yeah. You know, there's there's one that's gone away, and I'm not sure if it's ever going to come back. And, Jack, you can come up with a real quick one if we need one more here. And that's the U.S. and Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hockey. Yeah. Uh, Olympics. Everything yeah. Olympics. Well, yeah. you know, that's the, the Soviet Union is no longer. And yeah. You know, the, the Miracle on Ice was the one during, you know, 1980, which predates everybody except me. But, you know, United States versus whomever. Like, and Zach pointed out, United States versus Canada. Whenever yeah. they get together and play hockey. and But back in the day, it was United States versus the Soviet Union slash Russia. But I don't think that's ever coming back again either, which is good and bad. All right, uh, Jack, you got one more quick one? Well, I mean, we still got five, six minutes, so uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'd give you a few, but one off the top of my head. Give us one Give us one, one quick one here. One quick one. Hmm. I think I will go, ooh, I remember this was nasty, uh, keeping it hockey-related. I've been to one hockey game in my life. It was Boston Bruins, and it was uh, Montreal. Oh, my. They, that is <laughs> an oddly angry rivalry. Yeah, I think it's uh, it was Montreal, yeah. It was Montreal and Boston, and there were, like, T-shirts being sold out in front of the garden. That was, I can't really say it over the air. It's inappropriate. But it had the F word in it, and Mm -hmm. it was a a slur or a slang term you call Montreal fans. And I'm like, man, just openly selling it. And I I hadn't experienced anything. I've never been to a hockey game before, and I bought one of those shirts. So I, (laughs) I went into this stadium (laughs) taking a shot at these Montreal fans, (laughs) and it's, it's not, it's, it was okay. It's I can't say it over the air. It's not as bad yeah, as you think. Yeah, was, just be careful. Yeah, yeah just no, text our group chat. Yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll stick it to the group chat. I'm sure I'll find the T-shirt, but it's nothing, nothing terrible. It's just a, a slang term you call those fa- that fan base because of their mascot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nothing too terrible there. But holy hell, I was like, where did this come from? Like part Boston, me, and Montreal. Part of me wishes I was in a uh, what do they call that? Original six, original eight ah. town or city that, yeah. that had that had hockey NHL first. Yeah, hockey. I remember yeah. my sport comp professor was uh, was from uh, Long Island, and he's mm-hmm. a big uh, Rangers fan. Yeah, Chicago or Boston mm-hmm. or Detroit. Um, for those of a certain age, since Jack's a baseball guy and Jack your Royal or a uh, Chancellor Royals guy, Royals Yankees in the eighties. I've heard Texter that. just brought yeah. up. Boy, you talk about bad blood. There was a. There was a triple, and I know you've seen this, Jack, that George Brett hit, and he slides into third and kind of runs into Greg Nettles and knocks him off the bag. Oh, and they yeah. start fighting and throwing punches, yeah. but nobody got kicked out. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where benches cleared, and there were, it took until George Brett's home run against Goose Gossage mm-hmm. that got them over the edge. But prior to that, it was Chris Chambliss hitting the home run in Yankee Stadium. This is back in the, the 70s and and right up until 1980 but kansas city couldn't get over that that yankees hump for a long time and then if you were born you know or if you were an impressionable lad in 1980 mm-hmm. you know and beyond it was the royals getting the better of the yankees then but it, it wasn't always that way that's for sure i think that rivalries are kind of an eras thing like there are some rivalries that 
you know, are there for about five to ten years and then kind of disappear. I'm trying to think of some that, you know, Auburn, Alabama would be the present day kind of college football. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan, obviously. Yep. Um, trying to, uh, baseball would be Astros and everybody else. Anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dodgers, Yankees. Trying to think. Uh, Al NBA. McCray, I mean, those stupid ass questions every night. <laughs> 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 yeah, Bryce Harper and reporters. Uh-huh. Uh, Fun question, bro. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many good rivalries that just kind of are here for a while and then kind of disappear. And Zach had one had because Dale Earnhardt is no longer with us, but Jeff Gordon, Dale mm-hmm. Earnhardt. Yeah, uh, for those that enjoy NASCAR or enjoyed NASCAR, um, that was a well. There's a reason why he's called the Intimidator, and for those that weren't either nascar fans or old enough to appreciate it's a good thing thank god for the internet because you can still see and he's got a 30 for 30 oh yeah you know the life and times of dale earnhardt senior and of course he's got dale jr now to to carry on his uh in his podcast or whatever he's doing now that he's uh when he's away from racing but yeah gordon and earnhardt gordon was a young buck uh the up-and-comer and you had Earnhardt, who just couldn't wait to wreck yeah, him at yeah. every chance that he got, yeah. or anybody else that got in his way. Yeah. Either. So, all right. So we were wrapping up here from Wichita Furniture and Mattress. We're out at the West Kellogg, forty-two twenty West Kellogg, is the exact location where basically Kellogg and West Streets. Come on out and have them get you ready for Sunday and your man cave. To hook you up. They not only have furniture, as you know, but they have audio and visual stuff that's second to none so they can really trick up your man cave. And if you come in here today, you still got a little bit of time left. If you come in here today, tell them we sent you and ask about the man cave bundle, whatever you need, however little or however much that you need to finish up your man cave or at least upgrade it. If you come in here today and take care of that, they can have you hooked up by Sunday. By the time the game rolls around on Sunday. But you can't delay much longer. You need to get in here and tell them we sent you and tell them that you want your man cave to be second to none. Mattress deals, President's Day deals, ask about 0% financing and payments as low as $17 a month. Throw rugs, end tables, dining room stuff, you name it, they've got it. It's a beautiful showroom. We love it out here. Wichita Furniture and Mattress. For Jack Johnson. For Chance Lebo, I'm Shane. Pat ought to be back tomorrow from 2 to 4 with the Pulse here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.